is episode 253, and if this intro sounds weird, it's because I'm recording it direct on my laptop, so that is why. No mics needed. I'm just doing this real quick. This episode, just so you know, is all about pro wrestling for about 65% of it, maybe even 70, and then a little bit of pop culture stuff at the end. We break down mine and Tom's visit to the Royal Rumble here in St. Louis, and then we talk a little bit about AEW, do a little speculated uh, uh, armchair booking, and then we break into some other stuff in pop culture, like I said. So anyway, it's me, it's Tom, it's Jay, wrestling, it's a PC Bombcast, and it's going to start after the bomb, which is now... He's got a room. Night. He's got a private room that he would book for us. Okay. And it's got TVs in it, but uh, Fridays are their busiest. Yeah, night. and I, I don't know him well enough to. Call I'll tell him. you what they're up percentage wise after we're, when we, after we start this episode. Right. But let's start this episode. Alrighty. We are back, um, and this episode is got one big wrestling theme. Just so you guys are forewarned. That because, Watch those listeners plummet. Well, and, and ju- a week uh, after comics, and, and unfortunately, <laughs> as is just as big a surprise as Brock Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble last night. That first voice you heard is the return of the Silver Badger for the wrestling podcast. And I think people are more excited about Ronda Rousey than me, most likely. Also, but. not shocking, uh, mm-hmm. but also uh, back for another week in a row because he never really misses. Is uh, Bombcast Jay? Yeah, I'm going to be missing in a couple. Of Oh no! Yeah. Well, gonna, oh, Mexico! Yeah, right? we're going to Mexico. Right. Oh, yeah. and, very nice. Yeah. So, so this is a wrestling theme podcast because, and as I set my my butt on my chair, um, because Tom and I took a group field trip, sorta. I'll explain the sorta part to uh, the Royal Rumble Saturday night. Uh, and the reason I say sorta, and I, I could laugh about this and joke about this because. Uh, <laughs> One, it's it's funny how it worked out, and two, uh, I know in my heart, had you said, Jeremy, the ticket was X amount, I would have gave you the money. But as it stands, he did not ask for any money because the person who bailed out paid it. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, I, I knew a buddy was there, and he said, there's plenty of empty seats on the floor, yeah. so come down here. And when I got down there, I had every intention of going back up. But he said, you know, if you stay till the end, you'll probably take your chair home. Like, because yeah. that's the area I was in. So I was like, I texted Tom. I'm like, well, I'll try to get two. And I did try to get two. But so we're going to get into it more. But from my standpoint, I got a free ticket to go see the Rumble. <laughs> and then I got a free, really expensive ticket to go down to the floor. And I was about maybe at one point, 15, 20 feet from Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. And I looked at it. I mean, I got the ticket paid for. And uh, I got it. To get blasted at it and had a drive there and drive back. So that would have probably been the same price as an Uber driver. I did do so the drive. it really worked out for everybody. And I did violate my dry January with a couple of Bud Lights. Uh, Does that really count, though? Well, yeah, because it's, well, the way I look at it, uh, you know, I, I, let me rephrase this. I violated my dry January twice this month. Once was my, when my grandpa died, I had a couple drinks. Because, um, you know, that only happens once in your lifetime. And yeah. Royal Rumble kind of, in comparison, only happens a couple times in your lifetime, yeah. so mm-hmm. I had to drink during that. Hey, well, probably once in your lifetime at the Dome, anyway. Yeah, that's it. It's second yeah. time. I've seen it in St. Louis. Both of us have. Yep. Uh, even before we were friends, we were there together. Did you go to the one at the no. Enterprise in 12, I guess it was? No? <laughs> no, the last time I went to a WWE event, I think, was 2003. 
It'll probably be 18 years before, or 19 years, I guess, now that I'll go to another one, but we'll get into it, that. It, it, we, we might as well jump into it. So let's, let's, I do have a couple of like random topics to talk about at the end, and we can always, since Tom's here, there's a good chance that we'll cleanse our palate with some AEW talk after we talk this Royal Rumble. But let's talk to people about the Royal Rumble, because one, on the way in there, uh, you know, it was 10 years to the day that they came back to St. Louis. So mm-hmm. that was the 10th anniversary of the okay. last one. And uh, we, we kind of talked about how we both went to it. And one thing we both said is, like, it's odd that it's in the Dome instead of Enterprise. Because the Dome, I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, it's no no secret that the WWE sometimes is not filling out full, full yeah. places they're going to. Well, that's a big fucking place to have an event. Um, now, WrestleMania, never have a problem filling out WrestleMania. Sure. WrestleMania. Yeah. But, so we went in there, and the first thing we noticed, two first things, is one, they had the tarp up, mm-hmm. cutting off half the arena, almost half the Did arena. you not know that was going to be there, though? Well, I just didn't. Well, sometimes for big events, if they can fill it on the big four, they try to fill it. But they obviously they knew that it wasn't going to get filled. no. And they said I think forty five, forty four, something. And, and yeah. Meltzer was saying like thirty eight. Yeah, and that but that's typical WWE yeah, numbers. numbers. Uh, that's Bruce Pritchard numbers. Uh, Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> and then the other thing we noticed that for the amount of room that they did have, mm-hmm. there was a lot of gaps in the floor seats. And there were still a lot of empty seats uh, up in the stands. Um, hmm. I'll tell you one thing that I noticed, but someone who was sitting a little higher didn't notice. I got to see the WrestleMania f- sign a little bit on fire. Oh. A little bit of electrical fire going on on the WrestleMania sign. That clogged. It started during the women's match, so they had to lower it. So, fortunately for some people, they didn't get to watch all the women's match. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Uh, it wasn't great. Something yeah. about the match. That's why I said fortunately. Yeah. yeah. It was about St. Louis and fires. You know, you had that dome with the fire at the Rams game. Uh, mm-hmm. Undertaker caught on fire at Elimination Chamber a few <laughs> years ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, you know, this is a considered a great wrestling city yes and wwe comp invests in coming to this city quite a bit yeah so we get a pay-per-view what every 18 months probably yeah we do yeah. we do we get them um so it, you know but it does seem like hey listen i hate to i hate to spin it this way at least we're not the train wreck that KC is. They killed a man. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I guess enough times has gone by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, you're the king of too soon, of course. Well, so, oh, you know, the, the king of hearts is a little different. That's yeah, we are like. referring to Owen Hart falling from the from the rafters. Maybe uh, another 25 years we'll get over that one. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about let's talk about what we saw. We So the first match we saw was the Women's Royal Rumble. Nope. Yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're already wrong. What? Oh, well, oh yeah, I'm sorry. The first match we saw was the championship match. The best match on the card, yes. Reigns and Rollins. Yeah. And it was cool seeing Rollins come from the stands in the Shield get up, in the Shield music. The crowd went nuts. You know, we knew there was no Moxley coming, but yeah. there was a small part of us that was like, let's just hope. So, uh, as we get into that, I was pretty sure the Rumble was going to be okay at best and possibly bad. But when I heard the Shield music and I saw Rollins come out, it's kind of the equivalent of going to a Mizzou game when they were like a 25-point underdog and they get the first touchdown. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe this, this will be all right. The, yeah, the, the the kid in you still said, uh, uh-oh. Yeah. Well, and with Mickey James being there, there were a lot of rumors that Moxley or Jericho or somebody was going to show up. And not just Mickey James, Michelle McCool. Yeah. Who's feuding with James well, over in uh, wherever they are. Impact. Uh, impact. Yeah, Impact, yeah. I was pretty sure none of the AEW guys were going to be there, but yeah. I, but and we can get into the rumbles and the surprises yeah, we'll here that, in a second. We'll get that when we get to it, but yeah. So that first match, that was a great match, and very rarely do you see 
uh, on on Bleacher Report, them give a good grade to a match that has a DQ finish. Yes. yes. That was the best way to do a DQ finish. Uh, I would disagree with that because it was a little silly that he was passing out and then Charles, little Nate, like grab his arm and just it like did. fell on well, the see, I thought that I was think that was a botch. See, I thought that was going to be the controversy. He was going to end up winning yeah, and they were going to say it was because... Little Nate helped him with his hand. Yeah, uh, it was just too close to the rope when he dropped it, and it looked like he set it over. By the way, I let rest Raw go in the background. I figured it's appropriate for yep. this night. Yeah, yep. Um, and they happen to be showing the worst match of the night, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, um yeah, I, I I thought it was a very good match and a crappy crappy finish, and you could hear the crowd booing. And then Roman had to you know do a thousand chair shots to get his heat back. Yeah, a, a lot of real good spots in the match for you know they slow paced it like a main event would. Now, yeah. I I don't blame AEW, but I credit AEW before the big matches going first. Even not WWE's, you come out hot. Curtain jerkers got to be super hot, mm-hmm. and then you you dial it back a little, which the next match wasn't supposed to be a dial back, but uh, uh. There was some good, like even though there was a lot of downtime and they were a lot, they were really working the psychology. There was some great moments uh, in the match. I thought when he curb stomped him, he had him. I really did, and I don't usually fall for that kind of crap. I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, the double, the double fly out. The first one uh, we uh, suicide dive through the ropes. Mm-hmm. First one was good. Then he ran back in and did another one. I was like, oh, he's getting Superman punched here, but he drilled it, and it was even better. I mean, yeah. it was, it was. There was a lot, like I said, a lot of good spots in the match. Uh, I don't know, we don't have to give ratings to each thing, but it got us a little hyped. We thought I was hyped. Here we go. And I'm usually one of those guys where like a Royal Rumble is a hard match to not at least take away something from it. Yeah. But they really tried their best to say that the women's Royal Rumble match had no takeaway moments from it. I mean, there were some spots, but it started slow, lasted slow, and then Ronda Rousey came in. Yeah. Uh lot of botches. Yeah. A yeah. lot of botches. And, you know... This Not the was, biggest botch of the night. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Th- this is the result of just decimating the NXT roster. Well, and they didn't even call NXT people up. True. They felt they were so inexperienced, they'd rather bring in outside people for it. And, mm-hmm. you know, to his credit, they probably are inexperienced because he's fired all the ones with experience. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, and, you sp- and, and you have trouble filling a rumble with uh, current roster people when your roster gets... His, two-thirds decimated over the last year and a half, you yeah. know? And so that's why they had to bring in some people that were, I mean, you know, I, Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae, they weren't good to, 20 years ago. Yeah. I was impressed by Michelle McCool. Yeah. I don't remember her enjoying her perform, uh, in-ring ability. She had some good spots, some good spots in the match. Well, she's got a good husband to treat her what's, uh, yeah. what's up. No yeah. appearance by him through the whole thing. Apparently he was in town, though. People, oh, yeah, they people saw him at Lambert, they apparently. They him at yeah. Lambert, yeah. And he pulled up, uh, Instagram and Twitter went crazy because him and Bad Bunny pulled up together you know, oh, okay. to the event. So I expected us to see him somewhere, but uh, and more on Bad Bunny in a little bit. Uh, but so when Ronda comes out at twenty eight, again weird timing to bring out Ronda instead of bringing her out at thirty. Before we get to that, oh. uh, you know, look, Ronda Rousey was very you know if you pay attention at all, and I was trying to avoid. I wasn't necessarily trying to avoid spoilers, but I wasn't looking for them either. Yeah. Knew Ronda Rousey was yeah, coming. Yeah, they, they had let it out and, that uh, she was going to be there. So, but even with her coming in, there was only three people that could have won that match. Sasha Banks, the EST, 
and Ronda Rousey. Uh, well, Liv maybe, Morgan was the other I thought. Liv, uh, maybe. And the crowd was hot for Liv. They were very hot for Liv. And maybe Ripley and Charlotte. You can make a case maybe that they were, that was at least plausible. Yeah. Banks went out way too early. It was a it, Sailor Moon outfit, by the way, not a Chicago, not a Chicago Cubs, Cubs Yes, I did see I that. I said she was getting cheap heat dressed as a Cubs. <laughs> you, got, and then, uh, you, got, you got a little cheap pop from the I got a cheap pop that dorks in front of us, which we'll get, we'll get to them in uh, a second, too. You know what, though? Back to your point about Rhea Ripley, we should have known she wasn't going to win because she's in a storyline with Nikki A.S.H. or Ash or whatever they're calling mm, her. Nikki Fat-Ass. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with that. No, no, this is a podcast that supports a fat ass. Yeah, uh, like a but so when you're in a feud that really hadn't come to resolution, which it was just, I guess this was the blow off match. She just destroyed her just now. Yeah. Um, you're not going to go. you got to wrap up your feud before going to the other one. Yeah. So to your credit, the girls you named, especially the big ones, uh, the EST, you know, Bianca Belair, mm. um, uh, Sasha, and then Charlotte's always a threat. Yeah. And then Liv was the outside threat because the internet's getting behind her. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was it. That was the only people that had the ability to go. Flair made sense because to get another match with Becky Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but once Ronda hit, like you said, we, I mean, knowing she was in the Rumble, and they said she was going to be there, but knowing she was in the Rumble, that it was no surprise that she was going to win the thing when she come out. And I've got to tell you. I, for one, enjoyed Ronda's work when she first came. She looked bad, I thought. I thought she looked like shit. I thought she Brock lesnar it, and we'll get to Brock Lesnar in a little bit. She did relied on her little punch combo in the corner yep. 16 times in a row. Mm-hmm. Had one good throw and then one good lift, and that was it. Yeah. Nothing else. We we didn't see we didn't even see like you said maybe because of botches we didn't see much flying from the women much big spots from the women and I look I'm an AEW mark I can fully admit that and, and their you, women can work yeah and that's the thing you hear all the time is the AEW women's division is bad and I'm watching these women last night I'm like I, is it really that bad maybe maybe well, they're not as charismatic or as well, pretty or and I think with the name recognition but. I think all Bleacher Report and rails on AEW4 is not that the women are bad, is that they don't develop the B, C, and D stories like they do the men. And that's where. Yeah, that's fair. They're just. And you've got a lot of women that can work. I can name top of my head four women that could have been better in that Royal Rumble from AEW mm-hmm. and not Brit, not and not mentioning Britt Baker. That would have been great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You and I talked about. We did. A couple of them. Serena Deeb, Thunder Rosa, uh, Ty. Ty Conti, super yeah. hot Ty Conti. Uh, and Shira. Trish Stratlander could be could have because she could pick people up and toss them. That's who they they needed Trish Stratus in that match bad, and she was rumored at yeah. first. But I guess I don't know why she bailed or whatever. But you know, even like a uh, oh god, who am I thinking? Of? Was married to Billy Kidman, um, uh, Tori Wilson. Yeah. Oh, Tori Wilson. Yeah. Tori's got some chop. I mean, could go a little bit. It mm-hmm. was. It was rough, man. A Jade Cargill would be good yes. in a match like that to She's, see her physically dominate some yeah. people. It, it just lagged in the middle. Um, She's getting yeah. there. Jade's getting there. Slowly, but Very she's slowly. getting there. Yep. She just needs that opponent. That She needs a match with a Thunder Rosa again, someone that she can work, and they need to be given 15 minutes yeah. to see what she can do. Um, but it was no surprise. Ronda won the whole thing. Um, crowd pops. Crowd pop. Per, crowd, mm-hmm. Listen. Say what you want about surprises or no surprises and the WWE and their lack of storytelling. That crowd was hot for Ronda. Yes. They were hot for Ronda. So, that I mean, at the end of the day, that's the right call. You know, if that's the way the crowd reacted. 
But that that after that match was over, it led us right into the that was the would, would have been the women's match, right? No, yeah, I cannot comment yeah. on that. I went to the bathroom and then I uh, got in a conversation in the beer line with a guy about Bilk and basketball. Oh, okay. And uh, I get I get back to the concourse. My brother's sitting there and he's like. I'm not really interested, and I don't want people to have to get up. You know, like at a ho- I'm doing hockey game rules. Oh yeah, yeah. wait till the dead, dead puck. Like, you know what? Fair. So yeah. we hung out in the con. So I missed the fire. I missed did everything in that uh, match. Here's the thing: I-, I can't really comment on that match very much either because I went from our section down to the floor, mm-hmm. and I was only catching it. I will say this: it wasn't a great match. There were some very good moments. That Dewdrop is better than I gave her credit for. Yeah. And Becky Lynch carried the match. Yeah. And Becky Lynch is capable of carrying a match. The right person went over, and the rematch we want to see is Ronda Becky. And it might just turn Becky face again because she's not been the she had a great gimmick at first as a as a as the heel. But she just doesn't have any faces to go against. Yeah. She uh said something on Stone Cold's deal about how much more fun it is to play heel oh yeah she, and, and she it, was good at it too big time bex was a good gimmick but i mean the crowd does not want her to be a heel well again i take that back to i go back to letting people go there's name a face on raw for her to fight isn't the st on raw is she or is she is she well, on, i say knew she was smackdown okay yeah and but name a face other than the est and sasha and sasha flips back and forth more times than Rhea? oprah's weight loss Huh? They could give Rhea a push. Yeah. They yeah. should. Oh, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But they lock her in mid-card battles. Yeah. Uh, and they're just not developing. Again, back to them, that well, complete it, lack of... Yeah, and then, uh, again, like, one last thing about the Women's Rumble. The Rumble is your chance to turn mid-card people into upper-card people. Yeah. And in the Women's Rumble, I mean, no one got that push. No one got that eliminate seven or eight gals. Like yeah. it, By the way, Miz pulled a great villain move here and he just acted like Rey Mysterio tripped him when bouncing off the ropes and sold it so the ref kicked Mysterio out. That's a it's a Miz top to bottom might be the best overall heel heel like true heel actions, true heel facial expressions just never gives him a great feud anymore. There was a good reel with Ricochet where he had a chair and he slammed it on the ground and tossed it to the guy and laid down the referee. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think it was NXT. But, nice. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, so the women's match was it was ho hum, but that led us into the next match, which was Lashley Lesnar. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that there was anything bad about the match. In fact, I think they gave it a B minus on Bleacher Report because mm-hmm. it was that, and they said it it could have been a B plus had they had a cleaner finish. It was everything you would expect. Two big hosses just yeah. suplexing yep. and beating the shit out. And Lesnar really took control of the match. He had some spots. Um, we'll get into Raw here in a little bit. Um, I did not know the woman has the 24-7 title right now. So I was in the concourse and I saw a heavyset woman with a 24-7 belt. And I, for a second, thought about just slapping the shit out of her trying to take that belt. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, so good... Decent, good match. Yeah, it's awful, like, awful finish. I, I mean, again. And now, I what? Here's what I I will agree with you that it wasn't the ideal finish, but it the only thing that the finish accomplished that I agree with is getting Heyman off of Lesnar yes. and making Lesnar a face in that match. 
because you need a face in the match against Reigns, who's the top hill. Yeah, and that's all fine and good, how they got there. And I had Bruce Pritchard's dirty little hands all over it. But you have a ref bump, right? Okay, so it is a ref bump. I think it's a trope that's been way overplayed, but yeah. you have your ref bump. And then you have the the you know Heyman spot with the belt. Yeah. And then the ref come another ref comes in from the back. Did that ref not see on the monitor? Yeah. Clearly, he, he saw on the monitor he the ref was out there. Should have ran, out. ran out earlier. <laughs> I mean, just the timing, the booking of the match, the pacing of the match at the end wasn't great. Boo. Yeah. It, it left. I mean, it, it, that's when you suspend your disbelief too much. Like you, you know, yeah. you should have had more than that. But at, at that moment, though. Unfortunately, us and the rest of the world was like, well, Lesnar's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I tried betting anybody in my section $500 that Lesnar would win the Royal Rumble. Uh, my brother bet me 10 Yeah. Just for shits and grins. I know. think I I won 10 and lost 10 so I had a push on the night. <laughs> yes. Because we do a snake we do a snake style on the Rumble. So yeah. if your name gets it, uh, I got the women's. I won the women's. Mm-hmm. Because of Ronda, yeah, but I did not win the men's. Who won the men's? Uh, our friend, our friend Adam. Adam, I we'll get to him in a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, we'll get, we'll get to back to him because this is a, maybe the most entertaining part of the night. Somehow. <laughs> yes, yes, and he listens, right? He does. Yes, yeah. Uh, so he, okay, hey, Adam, <laughs> a big shout out. Uh, so we then we get to what was clearly far and away, and I did like seeing Edge, and I did like seeing Beth Phoenix, mm. but far and away the worst match of the night. It, as far as match quality, it was. Perfectly fine. There was nothing wrong with it, except for that is a main event Raw or SmackDown match. Yeah, yeah. The crowd at that at that point were three hours in. The, the, the crowd yeah. was getting restless. Yeah, then they Bleacher Report even made a comment that had they that match might have went over well as the first match when a crowd was still energetic. Yeah, but yeah. no one was selling anything in the match until the last two three minutes. The my section people were getting angry. A lot of every time there was a near fall. End this shit now, please. I may have... By that point, I was pretty blasted. I yelled, this is not awesome. I got some good cheap laughs. We did get a this is awesome chant on the first match. That's how you know when you're in a good match. The crowd loved that match. So was the bar set too high after the AEW... Uh, mixed match a few weeks no, ago. No, I, I don't. I, I think it's just, just the timing, look, of, just where they placed it. I, where they placed it hurt, and that's okay. It, it, it was the come down match. Yeah, and it's. A, I think wrestling is. It's, it's got to be three hours, three hours and a half tops. Yeah. When at that point, it's. I was like, look, I'm drunk. I still know I have an hour to go. Everybody's checking their watch, and we they know, know how long the rumble's gonna yep, be. Yeah, and le- you know, Lester's probably gonna win. It's yeah. like, um. I don't want to see this for 15 minutes. So that's like AEW a few, a couple months ago, where they had the dark. Dynamite, Raw, and Dark all in one night. Dynamite and uh, uh, Rampage. Rampage yeah. yeah. And so as soon as the main event for or the first match for Rampage went, everyone left. Yeah, so they, and they yeah. haven't having some trouble with that. With uh, well, they should it should clearly be just Dynamite and then Dark and Rampage on the same night. Yeah, because Rampage is an hour show. So keep it to that, and then stick with the dark elevation at Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Well, or I mean, look, if you know that Dynamite's going to start, not to get too into the weeds of this, but if you know Dynamite's going to be on at seven, but you open the you know place at five thirty, you're going to have darker elevation from six to seven. Yeah, people could come if they want, or yeah. you know, come yeah. at six forty five, whatever. Um, but yeah, but, at, but, at, but, at, yeah, at that yeah, point, more on AEW in yeah. a bit. Let's yeah. talk. We'll the match say, itself was fine. I mean, it, I tell you this. There's some good spots. It started hot. 
mm-hmm. uh, because they picked the two best guys, I think, to put first. Yeah. Uh, AJ and Shinsuke. Yeah. And you with Shinsuke, because Pat McAfee is such a mark for Shinsuke, he's up on the table doing the stuff with him. Yeah. And that gets the crowd going. And those two can turn it up and go hard style. And they did. They had some stiff shots. Yeah. Um, but then they just hit a fucking lull on guys coming in. Like, it was... I had to be reminded of who guys were because uh, it's guys that, you know, I don't watch it week to week anymore. Yeah. But, uh, uh, again, like, uh, you know, just how they do shit. Why not put Randy Orton in at, like, 10? Pop the crowd? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have him go a while. You By may- the way, uh, we'll talk about this. The Apparently, it was leaked that the original winner was supposed to be Riddle. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Riddle can work a match with anybody. Riddle is yeah. a, but 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 it, we'll get who did did win. We'll get to that guy too. Yeah, um, I, that I, was supposed to be a spot that was supposed to be big. And I'm talking about uh, Osmosis Jones. What's they, his name? Oh, Osmos. Osmos. He they try. You know they want to build him as a monster. Mm-hmm. He can't work. Yeah, he was slow. He was his throwouts. The push out by the throat was a good thro- elimination, but his tossing people wasn't very. You know, convincing. Yeah. Um, he, he looked like a slightly better uh, the Punjabi giant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The great Kali. Yeah, yeah, a little better than the great Kali. Yeah, and it was nice to see him eventually get eliminated by AJ Styles' running jump. Yeah. Um, rarely do you see a big group of guys eliminate a big man like that, and it actually worked because usually that's when the big man goes, Andre's it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that was like the first big spot, like him coming in. Yeah, it just... And then, I have to say, the next big moment was Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. And Bad Bunny was pretty entertaining. Well, I, oh, know, who am I missing in there? So, I would say Johnny Knoxville's spot went perfectly oh, uh, fine. Oh, did he? I thought he was before reason, Bad Bunny. He, okay, that was the next big spot. And that was entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Huge pop. He came in. Sammy's, uh, Sammy's coming in, too, was big. Crowd loves Sammy, even yeah. if he's a heel. Yeah. And that led to Johnny coming yeah, in. Yeah, Johnny came in and uh, gave him a couple. They potatoed each other a couple times. and Johnny took the bumps. Took yeah. the bumps from everybody. And then suffered a hell of a kick. Uh, by the way, why do they call that a Haliva kick instead of a hell of a kick? They mispronounce it like on purpose, like so they're not cussing on TV, I think. It's a hell of a kick. That's what it's called. Yeah. No, didn't, didn't Generico have it like that? Or what did Generico call it? Oh, I don't know, but that's it's uh, all of Sammy's moves are hell of a something because that uh, was okay. his gimmick. Gotcha. Uh, so he hit that he hit that kick uh, and kind of stole an elimination from a big monster who actually kind of cleaned up. What was his name? Uh, Ridge something. Ridge, the guy that had oh, a mask. Oh, he had a mask. Yeah, he had a black mask because he got broken nose. Uh, Ridge, uh, yeah, not he, Rick Boggs. No, 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 no. His name was Ridge something on it. Do you not remember that? You were uh, hammered. No, I remember this guy now. I just had never heard of him before. Yeah, I'd never either. He was on SmackDown Friday night in a tag match. Yeah, so he showed well, and then um, and then I thought I think personally the guys that showed well. Uh, what's that? I, I don't want to be overly uh, easy way to describe them, but that that those black dude tag team they showed well. Oh, uh, the WWE's version of uh, yes, private party, private street, party. Pro- yeah. street profits. Street profits. Didn't they get? No, who was the ones that got fired? The the player, the got rapper, Swerve, and yeah, they're yeah. the ones that got fired. But uh, the Street Profits, they showed well in there. Um, and uh, then uh, Austin Theory looked okay. Austin Theory got a huge ovation or pop yeah. from the crowd. Crowd liked him. Yeah, uh, and he's heel, right? Yes, but he's he's over. 
Yeah. He's over as a face that's getting cheers. I hear him and the Steiner kid are by far their two best prospects. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And Which, where the hell uh, was he? Well. No Cesaro? Uh, you know no where he's Balor? at? The, he's, Balor he's, was uh, in England. He They gave him time off. Okay. So. Uh, that I didn't think of Balor, yeah. But I, I know where Braun Breaker was. That's uh, the... Uh, Rick Steiner's yeah. son. He was at home trying to figure a way for them to get him to change his fucking name to Braun Steiner. Yep. Or something yeah. but a little more impressive. I'm Actually, get away from Braun because it sounds too much like Brock. I, yeah. I just assume you're going to say, he was at home washing his tights. Yeah. <laughs> if that guy's name was Charlie Steiner, he'd be over. It yeah. doesn't matter. His name is the right name and he has the look like his dad. Have you Bigger ever, version have of you his seen dad. the ESPN uh, thing where uh, Charlie Steiner did the uh, commenting on... Uh, Carl Lewis is singing the national anthem. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Francis Scott off key. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, so yeah, so so, but then Bad Bunny comes in, mm-hmm. and Bad Bunny, man, hits a Canadian His destroyer. Canadian destroyer is pretty legit, which is pretty solid. Yeah. yeah, and he, you, you can tell he cares about wrestling he because he's. His moves look good. The wrestlers sold for him, and then he showed fear when he needed to show fear. It wasn't like some celebrities come in and they, they're they're over and they just yeah. dominate. Not to be sexist, but he's probably a better wrestler than twenty four of the thirty girls on the women's role. Yeah, at this yeah. point. At and, this and point, to be fair, to be fair, some of them are older at this point. Sure. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, we didn't talk about Lita. Lita got a pop. She did. Um, so, but you know, so then bad. But we finally get some good. Crowd when Randy hits there, yeah. and Riddle's in the now ring. The crowd's yeah. Now the crowd's up because Randy and Riddle. I love that they're not breaking them up yet yeah. because yeah. they are over. And and from all accounts on the dirt sheets and people talking to Randy, he absolutely loves working with Riddle. Yeah, he said this is the most fun he's had in a long time. Yeah, which the WWE typically caters to Randy, so yeah. let him let him be happy because. There's a guy that if you ever lost him to AEW, you'd be up shit creek because he can work with anybody as a stopgap. Yeah. Uh, you know, late entries for Big E. Uh, yeah, Big E. Oh, we got we, we got Kofi. You know, oh, the happen. biggest blown spot of the night. Yes, because they said they had big plans for him, and yep. his elimination wasn't supposed to happen. You could tell by the look on his face, like he tried to talk out of it. And I think from where I was sitting, I swear to God, the ref goes, "They saw it." Yeah, yeah, it was on camera. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> no, they no handstands or anything. Yeah, jumping on the chair. And I think he just shorted it. Yeah, I yeah. think he just, uh, and it was KO was the one that pushed him. Yeah. yeah, and he flew. He just missed time, missed misjudged it. And you know, here's the thing with Kofi. Nobody, I'm the, you will never hear me shit on Kofi because it's amazing that he's been so successful in those spots yeah. over the yeah. years. Got talk about pressure. And you talk about a guy that. Not even just that, but I, I'll go back to in a little bit. We'll talk about. I think you and I mentioned it about guys like Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. in that ladder match, and and some of the other guys in AEW like that are flying around. The fact that they're hitting these spots continuously without messing up, yeah, that's yeah. Cirque du Soleil shit, man. They're yeah, amazing. So, you know, that was good. Um, I was kind of happy that we talked about this, that I didn't see Seth Rollins in the Mania, because I thought it would yeah. be, I mean, the Rumble, it would have been good to put him in. That also been a good story. But yeah. sell the fact that you just took 100 chair shots. Yes. You can't come out and wrestle. Yeah. Um, and, and then finally, by the end of it, we get to uh, Lesnar. Well, we get Drew McIntyre, who yeah. got a pop. And once you saw who was in the ring with Drew, with Randy, without, you were like, Shane O'Mac. Shane yeah. O'Mac got a good pop. And when you saw it, you knew who the final four was going to be or the final group was going to be. Yeah. And there's a, I don't know if you guys saw, but 
Corey Graves is saying he was supposed to be 30, but Lesnar stole my number. Yeah. Well, Lesnar came out at the beginning of the night's Raw and said, I put myself in the Rumble. Uh, you know, so they're going to run with that theory, that little story a little bit. But So I'm hearing Shane is getting I saw that a today lot too. of heat. Because he, he shouldn't have been in it. Well, no, he, he booked it. Yeah. He was the agent for the Rumble, apparently. Uh, he he that, booked himself in it, and he was actually supposed to have a bigger role, and they talked him out of it. So I, he looked bad too. He was, he was talking about they were talking about him possibly winning it. See, Shane's he's vincing himself up. Yep. And I think he wants to be like his dad when his dad was the biggest heel in the company. And yeah, they, yeah. Vince, there's a, there's was an Shane argument on to make already. No, there's an argument to be made that Vince was is the biggest heel in the history of pro wrestling. Because uh, he was a part, he was the heel that worked the the most popular feud of all time. And, well. I'm, History subjective, right? So yeah, in the last thirty years, no doubt about it. Since we've, well, who was bigger? Oh, like back in the day with like Buddy Rogers and like see, but they, those know. those weren't national news though. Those were regional news, and these these guys were world. I mean, you just didn't it wasn't covered the same. True. So us a smart marks know the histories there, but yeah. somebody on the West Coast didn't know what the fuck was going on there. He also gets the real life heat for uh, destroying all the territories. Yes, and- yes, true. Well, we're talking about his people, human beings. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But so, you know, Shane, I even said, I go, you know, even if he got a pop, I don't know what he was there for. Yeah. He had no moments in the match. He no, had maybe he an elimination, but he didn't do his rope to rope, or, you know, corner to corner jump. Yeah. He didn't even dance for us. He didn't Shane O'Mac it up and, you know, and. He no, he did what Ronda did. He just threw guys in the corner and threw those shitty punches. Oh, the awful work. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a, definitely a working punch is what Foley would call it in his first book. Yeah. Uh, you know, he said Terry Funk reared back and hit him so hard it made his lights blink. He goes, did that feel fake to you, son? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if that's true, if he did book that thing and he was supposed to go over, and based on his feuds the last couple appearances that he's had where he has wrestled guys like KO and stuff – Dude, give it up, man. Yeah, yeah. The, the entire McMahon family, I don't know about Stephanie, because her husband seems to have the right head for the thing. Uh, unfortunately, I think that the more popular Triple H moves got, the the more doomed he was. Yeah. The McMahons just need to fucking wake up. But they're never, I mean, why would they? They've yeah. never had to be wrong. They've nope. never been proven to be wrong. Even when they do something wrong, like fuck Brett over, yeah. it turned out pretty good and created Mr. McMahon. Why did you get three letters that didn't work out for them? Which one? XFL. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but, uh, well, that almost worked a second time, though. You know? it, it may have. Yeah, we yeah. don't know because of COVID. But, uh, you know, all in all, were we happy to be at a, a, a pay-per-view? Yeah. What, could, would we wanted a better pay-per-view? Yeah, I think we would all would have gone to some – I would have much rather – I'll tell you this – I got some. I got you know. It, for me, it was a cheap pop because I got to move down to the floor, and that yeah. changes things no matter what the show is. But it was. I mean, and it was a big deal. I even come home and watched it so I could see myself on TV over and over and again. It was awesome, <laughs> and it was a little more exciting with the commentary. But uh, in a night that you know we talked about it, I said it before with the big four. To me. SummerSlam's always big, Survivor Series always big, but to me, WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble are the ones that have the most wow moments. They're the, they're the two as a completely lapsed fan at this point, I still will tune into. I, I mean, I'd give this Rumble overall a 5 out of 10. 
it made me feel affirmed that no AEW is where I'm going to stay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, but, that, that's what I was about to say. I would have much rather been at a Wednesday night Dynamite oh, than a Royal yeah, I Rumble. Had, I had more. Dynam- yeah, yeah. I mean, I know Jay went to the Rampage. Yeah. I had more fun at Rampage than this. Yeah, not and even he close. made the point a bunch of times throughout the night. AEW is filled with a lot of smart marks, a lot of yeah. guys that truly love wrestling because of. All the stuff that comes with it. Yeah. And at that WWE Royal Rumble, we saw a lot of people that still bought into the realness I mean, of yeah. it. And, the, that's and little... so uh, Jeremy was down on the floor. He knows probably the two guys I'm talking about are drinking Mountain Dews who were yeah. way too into it. Yeah. And uh, I asked them before the men, between the tag match and the men's Rumble, like, hey, so you guys watch AW? And the first guy, who's probably like mid-50s, fat, yeah. you know, Kind of very guy. nice guy, yeah, kind of a guy. Very, very. They were both very nice guys, and he goes, well, kind of guy that Rick Rude would have had a field day with. Yes, yeah. and he goes, well, yeah, I, I got, I, you know, I, every dynamite I've ever watched all the way through, like it captures my attention for all two hours. I, you know, I can't say that about Raw, but you know, you know, you're right. I, I got to try more AEW, and then his but buddy then next to him goes, <laughs> yeah, you know, AEW, I promise you, I like, but. You just can't beat the original, can you? And that's what just sums up the WWE yeah, fan. Like, but these people would have had a stroke if they've watched a Young Bucks match. Oh yeah. But what was the dumbest thing we heard all night? The guys talking about Macho and Stephanie. Yeah, still? on the walk in. Like, oh, you guys are, <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, it's just too." Well, what he said, they, we, I was eavesdropping on a conversation because it was loud, and they were right behind us. Yeah. What he said was. Uh, we saw somebody dressed in a Macho Man jacket, so they were walking in down the street. So he was like, "Yeah, it's just too bad we didn't get all of his best years because they put him on the shelf." And you know why, don't you? That was because uh, the thing he had with Stephanie. Oh yeah, you haven't heard that? And his buddy was like, "No, I didn't hear that." Yeah, it's like okay, ridiculous. All right, yeah. It's like well, I expected Conrad or uh, I expected Conrad to come out and correct him. Thanks. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, you need a bottle opener. It's on the counter. To or, I gotta. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so it all in all, it was just an average night. I'm gonna keep to our normal theme of a five point untapped system. That oh, Tom can two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> Sorry, my and bad. For me, it was a three, and I think that had to do with where I was sitting. Probably a three and a half because I did come home with a chair. I get yeah. a half point for the chair. Uh, I'll, I'll tell that story real quick too. Um, you. I, so what happened was my buddy down there, who you know, yeah, uh, he texted me a picture of his ticket and said, dude, there's a lot of empty seats. And we noticed there are a lot of empty seats. I would say two-thirds filled? Yeah, yeah. Two-thirds of the what was allotted. Yeah. Yeah. The half of the, the arena was filled, but two-thirds of what was no, allotted. No, I, I think up in the... I mean, our section was completely full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the... The mid, the middle seats where we were where was the place to be that looked packed yeah that upstairs looked two thirds yeah. maybe mm-hmm. and the floor looked kind of empty they just yeah. and the floor looked more full than it was because they spaced some wide lanes out for it so anyway so he texted me a picture of his ticket he said try to go get your bracelet and so you just had to find where it was floor bracelet I gave it to it the woman clearly much like the mask mandate didn't give two shits about it because yeah. she looked at it gave me a sideways glance and she's like ah, and just put it on me. So then I walk down, and then we're, you got to wait for them to come clip your chair because they're they're zip tied together. Mm-hmm. So they clip it, and you got to go out a specific door because you're you got to show your ticket on the way out. So because some guys instantly came over and grabbed like three or four chairs. Yeah, so I grabbed two, uh, trying to get him one. And then when we get to the door, 
I put some space between me and our buddy because I we had the same ticket in yeah. case they were paying attention. And as I got up there, there was a slight bit of nerves because there were 20 or 30 chairs that were confiscating on the way out because yeah. they had a police officer as well as people. And I uh, I showed him my ticket. I went to the oldest guy that was looking. I, show, I zoomed in on the thing because I knew he was hard to see, and he saw F7. Okay, see you later, but you can only take one. And I said, oh, my buddy who's with me, I said, can I get him to text me the ticket? Because he's already went out because he had to go use the bathroom. He said, no, he's either got to come back in himself or you can't have it. And I was like, well, I'll go tell him. (laughs) I dropped one down and kept going. But, you know, all in all, here's what I wish just for us we'd have done different. I wish we'd have went down earlier so we could have had some cool food, drank some good beers. Um, We left his house about five-ish. Yeah. We should have got down there at four and enjoyed the day. We should have. And, and originally I said 5.30, then I was thinking, yeah, yeah maybe we... Uh. And, and next time we will. And here's... And, and because you invited me last minute, I didn't... And I thought, man, eh, you know, plus knowing your wife, yep. I didn't want to push it. But when I have a guy's day like that, I want to make it a guy's day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we were going to try to get something to eat real quick on the way in. I got to tell you what, Washington hopping. Yeah. yeah, it was hopping. Every restaurant was thirty to forty minute wait. Oof. It was like two thousand six. Yeah, it was crazy. And I'm wow. telling you what, me and Tommy are going to make it. What our way back to that uh, the, slice pint? The slice pint because that was good pizza and a mm. great beer selection. Yeah, uh, we had it before GNR. Yeah, and it was well worth it. Very good. Um, so yeah. So anyway, let's segue off that. Let's do a little bit of quick palate a cleanser with AEW, a wrestling that. Typically does no wrong in our eyes. And just where you at on that right now, Tommy, before we get to the throw it to Missy stuff. I, I would say that uh, prior to this past week, I felt like AEW was slipping a little bit. I find myself, especially with Rampages, paying less and less attention, unless it's a live Rampage. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little curious what they're going to do. Revolution's here in five weeks, and they have no clear matches. They, I would say... They are going to have uh, Moxley versus Daniel Bryan, or yeah. Bryan Danielson, which should be a good match, especially yeah. if there's some kind of stipulation. It's a good feud for both guys to occupy them to not be in a title hunt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I told him, I expect five more great Hangman Dragon matches, considering how good the first two are. Oh, yeah. A good series of matches, because I'm, I'm and that's me leaning on AEW being like old school wrestling, when Steamboat and Flair could have a classic run of matches. Those matches can be... I, that's what I want. But yeah. this keeps us from seeing that right now. Yeah, and I'm curious where they go with... I, I can't imagine they'd take the belt off Hangman at Revolution. They probably need to wait at least till the casino uh, double or nothing, but... And it's got to be a massive screw job. Uh, the only way you yeah, can beat him... Yeah, you don't want to beat him clean. The only way you could beat him clean in the middle is if you have a, a Miro... Yeah. Or a Kenny Omega again... Yeah. Or another big time over face, but I don't know. There's a face that's bigger than him right now. Punk. Yeah, but Punk also knows how to generate the heat, and I got a feeling if Punk faces Hangman, Punk's going to generate some heat. Yeah. You know, I you you. There's only I think in my mind two guys to take it off him. It's either MJF or Adam Cole. They're only two that logically make sense, and both of those could cheat to win it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cole would make the most sense, and then when you would have Cole with the undisputed era, and then the Bucks. Get Hangman's yeah. back, and you bring in the elite full circle. I think that we were like we were talking about. I think uh, actually, you know, the I think that would generate the most puzzle would be heel Cody winning it. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. That'd, that'd be great. Would, that'd be that, great. Would, that would get some steam if Hangman, especially if Hangman got to win it back from Cody. Yeah, yeah. And that'd be great. That'd be a great feud. Um, and you have because here's the thing. People are pooping on Cody now. Cody still works a great match. He does. Cody he does. Sti- and Cody and Brandy, and I'm not a big Brandy Rhodes fan, but those two as a heel, they were the biggest heels in Japan. They were the most yeah. hated people in in the whole that whole continent. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm okay with that. I would like to see that here. Um, I was gonna. Oh, back to uh, Punk. I think that you have Punk. Beat MJF, mm-hmm. but I think you do it with Wardlow's interference, yes. and that sets up MJF Wardlow at Revolution. That yes. could happen for that sure. Would, and then Punk that can move on to his next feud. He could just step out of the way of that and move on to whatever his next feud. What would be. his next feud be? Ooh. <sighs> Tell you what, it's almost like picking like your dream match because he's content not being in the title scene right now, and I think the fans are okay with it for a while. But God, I don't know. Okay, tell you what, if you want to uh, do something, uh, he's a similar move set, similar uh, attitude uh, as Team Taz. You put him against uh, uh, Ethan Page, and in that way, who? No, no, uh, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Oh yeah, yeah. All ego. That's Ricky Starks, right? Uh, Starks isn't there yet. No, no. But you could have him take the belt off of him and have and have a belt on him. And create a story to work because he started running through Team Taz, and then it f- kind of went away. Yeah, and I mean, you you could mid card fight him again somewhere like that, or you thrust him into the TNA picture against Sammy. That's a good match, good feud. Yeah, mm-hmm. see yeah. that. Um, I guess you could do. I think of who else. You could that depending on what you do. If I think MJF should go over personally. I think he should as well, but and it would be a the two scenarios are he goes over, and even if he has a cheat to win, it's a good first loss for CM Punk. Yeah, or he loses because and Wardlow and him explode. Yeah, I, I think that's the more likely option just for the fact they don't want to end the winning streak. I think for Punk, I think they're going to try to ride it as long as they can. So then, do you maybe do and do you delay Cole and? Hangman and then do Cole and the Bucks with Punk. So they don't really have any mid card heels that are ready to make that leap yeah, right now. The in my Bucks opinion. are the wild card too. Yeah. Because you gotta set up the whatever the undisputed era, what are they Red called? Dragon. Is hmm. that against the Bucks. Yeah. You know what you could do? What's that? Turn Punk heel finally and have him just rip Orange Cassidy. Yeah. For be being a, a fucking one. lazy piece of shit. Then you'd yeah. always, then you'd also get a good feud with him and Christian, but they're all locked up in their feud. Christian has to be hurt, right? Yeah, I gotta uh, think he's yeah. not performing, or he's got more of a uh, like a legends contract where he's just there, kind of like Sting has been. Yeah, but he he made a big deal how he was going to run for the championship, and he had some he, good he's matches. He's going to work everybody. Performing. Yeah, yeah, and now he's not working at all. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm with you, Rampage. I find myself, I read the, what happened, and I fast forward to what I wanted to see. Um, the last Rampage that got me excited, the last big ma- match that I can remember on Rampage that got me revved up was that women's tag team hardcore match. That was great. That, oh, was, that was unbelievable. I mean, it got Vince's eyes on that. Yeah. He yeah. commented on it. There was a good meme about that, though. It's like, we don't condone those kind of matches. But here's Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 
So uh, I'll tell you the you know so I'll tell you the guy who's going to have a great twenty two. He might be the definitely top five over guys. Oh, this is boy. Send in Hook, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting a Hook shirt sometime this at year. At some point, too, Hook has to have a real match. Yeah, and some big guys got to crush him. No, you don't think? I keep it going, man. Yeah, and it, if you have a big guy crush him, then you have Hook win in the pay per view, win it over him. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Because here's the thing: I know how you you say keep it going. But there's a fine line to when the crowd turns on you for having the same thing every week after week. And in AEW, we aren't close to that with Hook. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's getting pops against Serpentico. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, we're not close to it, but it, it, it could happen. I mean, it could, and you don't know when it'll happen. Unfortunately, I mean, look at the way they turned on Cody. It was overnight. It was almost like somebody put out a tweet said, "Hey, let's just all start booing Cody," and then it got crazy. But Cody yeah. did some of that himself too. If his you know, TV show, promos yeah, yeah. and a TV show. I'll tell you, it would be a good match here in about six months. Hook versus Miro. Yeah, see, that would yeah. be a tough one for me to see Hook go yeah. over Miro on. He can't no sell Miro's moves, and I know Hook's strong, but does he pick up Miro off the mat strong? Yeah, but we've Miro, already seen. he's not. I mean, I, I know wrestling, <laughs> he's not. We've already seen Miro lose to Sammy. Yeah. And that's the similar body. I, and I don't want. I want him when Miro comes back. I want him to say that he went to the best doctor in the world, and his neck's one hundred percent fine. So they don't use the weak neck as his yeah. gimmick anymore. I hate gimmicks like that. Well, he's weak in the neck. Oh fuck off! Everyone's yeah. weak in the neck. Drop anybody well, on their head. Because that's all we hear about Trent for the last couple of weeks is the the fused neck. Yeah. And how they keep going for it, and all the stunners when he stands up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ko did had a good some good spots in the in the uh, match. By the way, um, very disappointing you, Kevin Owens. Yeah, I, I wish he'd have came over. But hey, you he know did what? the right move yeah. for his family. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Apparently, and which tells you that he'll have a championship run at some point because they're paying him for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess I, I, we don't need it. We we spent a good amount of time talking about wrestling. We well, got, can we talk about something else about wrestling? Yeah. So base. Okay. Well, we got two things. One. So uh, to tell Jay and our listeners a story. So Adam, uh, oh, yeah, our, our friend Adam, who came with us, he has a eight month old at home, yeah. and he got basically his first get out of jail free card from his and wife. All pass. Yeah. And uh, Adam was three fisted him. He yeah. was having a he grand party. He was getting after. He was, I didn't know. Yeah. I don't know him. He knew me because of the podcast. He yeah. goes, "You're way taller, and bigger than I expected you to be." And the whole time we were walking to our seats, mm-hmm. he was. Selling it, man. He was giddy. He was he was marking out for being at a pay per view. He's like, I'm very excited about this. He said it probably three or four times. So continue. He, he, I mean, at one point, he like the guys in front of us who I had previously mentioned, like, hey, uh, we found a beer here. Jeremy, are looking at you like, I, no, I don't think we. I, I, I thought it. it was Adam's beer. But and I was like, oh, hey, that's my beer. Like, he, was he had so many beers that he lost track of one that he dropped. He was wow. buying them three at a time and either double fisted them or giving one out to like any me or my brother or Jeremy. And yeah, so Jeremy bails and uh, I do. I did bail. So. Uh, Right before the men's rumble, Adam's like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna win a couple more beers." I'm like, "Oh, actually, I just went um, during the tag match. Like they they stopped selling." And he's like, "Oh, that's a shame." Okay, well, I gotta go pee. I'm like, okay, so we're watching the rumble. We're like ninth guy out, tenth yeah. guy out. My brother's like, "Is he dumping? Like, what's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know." And I I check my phone. He's like, "Yeah, I, I had to go home." Austin <laughs> Theory just went over clean in the middle of the ring over KO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's big. That yeah. is big. Yeah. 
Guy's got a good build. He looks like a younger version of Ethan Page. I don't he, know. Yeah. And he moves like Sammy. There you go. Yeah. So uh, we gave him shit for that. Um, but based off Adam and Jeremy's uh, recommendation, I did watch, uh, I am caught up on Peacemaker of Cena. Yes. It is a delight. Oh, it is. Oh, like, oh I mean, <laughs> I Well, listen, yeah. we'll just, the, we're throwing it to Missy. You started it with Peacemaker. Uh, and talking to the neighbor about Batman. <laughs> yes. Cracks oh. me up. I just oh. watched that clip over and over. Yeah, I'll tell you who's got a, what is it, a butthole finish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the, the, I mean, Cena's great in it. Like he just nails that role perfectly. But uh, vigilante, vigilante is yes. That guy should win an Emmy. Like he yeah. is so yeah. funny. And have you fast forward through the opening credits? The, no, the I song? don't. No, no, you can't. That's great. I told him uh, that uh, that band's manager fired them three days before they signed that contract, and now it's like top downloaded stream song. Yeah. and it's like, yeah. I was just excited for. Uh, Mentions of Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Underrated band. Completely underrated band. Uh, it's it's funny. It's obviously got the action. Uh, I you know. The, the, it's, I teared up a couple times where yeah. he's like, oh, you know, like, you yeah, get, nobody yeah, fucking you likes me. Good mo- uh, of all things, Eagly is a great comic device. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, you get mentions of Batmite. You get mentions of Matter Eater Lad. Yes. You get... You get they go deep. I told, like I said on the podcast last week, I can't believe this is a DC a canon show. And they're making another one, apparently. Not yeah, they're going to do somebody another else. Character. They haven't announced it's a rumored, two yet. Yeah, an un, unspecified member of Suicide Squad is going to get their own show. Nice. Uh, so, was, I mean, you guys are obviously the uh, comic guys. Was Peacemaker a well-known entity before Suicide Squad? No. Not really, no. He was a character, and he was a character kind of the way Suicide Squad used him, too. Just a tertiary character who had that story where he's violent but goes for peace. And But now, I was just at that comic shop, Bugs, that we talked about. Yep. Peacemaker number one on the shelf. So, I mean, okay. Yeah. He's, he's something now. Was his so, dad's character the white dragon? Like character? I don't know his history that well. He was really a white supremacist character in the comics. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that costume they showed was comic accurate. Oh, yeah, the costume is. But that's James Gunn. James yeah. like, I'm going to go comic accurate. Uh, and I forgot. I forgot that he's great in it, too. Um, Ray Liotta? Or not Ray Liotta. Uh, uh, Robert Patrick. Roger pa- yeah. Robert Patrick is playing a great villain. I can't wait for him to put on the suit if oh, it yeah. is him in the suit. Oh, he's got to put it on. Yeah, no, but I mean, to. if we're going to see it, because I believe Peacemaker and Vid- uh, Vigilante he- can do the moves. I don't know about Robert Patrick. Is he going to pull oh. Pedro Pascal and have someone else in yeah, the suit? <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, which, can we get into that? Yeah, let's talk about that real so, quick. Let's segue into that. The, the Mandalorian. I mean... So Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I want that show to succeed. It's Boba Fett has not been a bad show. No, but when Mando showed up this week, it's like, yeah, but nobody cares about Boba Fett. Yeah, it, it, it I mean, was a- Mando, that character just has it on screen. Where, yeah. and then I mean, look, Star Wars well, is. Sixty percent action, twenty percent sci-fi, twenty percent comedy. That's the blend for me. Yeah, and uh, Amy Sedaris, her character, a delight. Yeah, just like I mean, I'm cracking up of her little jokes and stuff like that. That's Star Wars to me. Like, you know, we're gonna take it seriously, but not too seriously. We got a lot of Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, we did Easter eggs in that too. Well, no, that came after Clone Wars. That was more Rebels era. The Siege of Mandalore. No, I'm talking about the movie. Uh, uh, we got. I mean, we got. We just got a lot of stuff from that. Uh, yeah. Like, well, the ships and things like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And the you know going through the course. 
Yeah, that we got a lot of that prequel era uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, prequel era stuff. Um, oh, the scene with the cops and the getting you know, the callback from season two. That, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was great. Um, I think for me, the reason that I and I've enjoyed Book of Boba Fett. I've enjoyed it. What would you I give did, it on our our uh, five point scale? Mandalorian. I think we averaged out to a four. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, or maybe in a four and a half. Yeah, I think it was higher. Uh, I'm setting it like Book of Boba Fett, like a three seven five. I'm setting it like cool. four. It, it's close to really. Me. It's close. It's a three seven five. But here's why okay. I like Mandalorian better is because the Book of Boba Fett. It's just it's not went far enough into the criminal organizations. Yeah. It's just it's you know it's just setting us up for kind of a bland war is what I think. But where Mandalorian. Dives headlong into Mandalorian uh, lore. Yeah, every time he's on the screen, and that's and I, that's more interesting to me. Okay, and you know, and some of those characters, and the one thing I'll say that this accomplished, this Mandalorian accomplished, or well, I'm sorry, this Book of Boba Fett, even though it was a Mandalorian episode, it was captivating, mm-hmm. it was fun, it had action, it did not have Grogu. Yeah. That's a big deal. Can Mandalorian stand on its own feet without Grogu? Now he mentioned him, and they re they re, you know, they emphasized his relationship with Grogu and how much yeah. he truly loves him. But we didn't have to see Grogu on the screen because think about that first season of Mandalorian. Even though it was very good, every marketing was Grogu. Yeah. Grogu, this. I mean, I got Grogu over there in the corner. True. And so I think I think the problem with Boba Fett is he is and this is what we call uh, tying things in, kids. You know, learn something from he, here. Uh, Boba Fett to me is Sting right now in AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I love Boba Fett. I love Sting. Yeah, they're old fucks. Like, yeah, they can only, they're only. Can, you know, I feel like Boba Fett has not been a badass in this series at all so far, and yeah. that takes away from the mystique. He had, the, yeah, he had one badass moment when he beat that monster in the desert. I want yeah. to see more badass Wookiee. I do guy. want to see. Well, Ugh. we finally saw the Wookiee join his team. I mean, yeah. they got apparently T for buttholes. Yeah, but yeah, but so we. Yeah, I mean, I that my, if I have the biggest complaint I do have is that uh, Boba Fett doesn't seem that as as scary as a threat as he should. Yeah, and I think they're tying that back to his time with the Tusken Raiders, where. He kind of learned more about the tribe aspect rather than watching out for himself. Yeah. And I think that's what they're really trying to play yeah, on. Yeah, but when you got the suit on, you should oh, yeah. be beating everybody's ass. You yep. should. You know? Um, I watch it with my son, and he is me at 10 years old with Star Wars. And so that's really where my enjoyment comes from Star Wars now. I can like, say that. Um, I didn't mind the prequels. I didn't mind the sequel series. But, like, watching him just get into it and, like, enveloped in it like I was at that time just brings me back. And so anything Star Wars can be on the screen and if he's enjoying it, I usually enjoy it too. I still yeah, I still enjoy the show, uh and I agree with you with one caveat. I did not finish the bad batch. <laughs> I couldn't either. I know I, I tried just did not I tried like my it. damnedest. It was rough in like every Star Wars cartoon they find their footing in like the second, third season yeah. and it really picks up. So that's what I'm hoping for there. Oh there's the missed spot. Boy, he was really flying. He wow. got some, he got some like, height there. Um, I w- and I can't get my boys into Star Wars. They just well, well. I, I had to break up a fight today over comic books, so that's well, where my household is. So in my house, I'm very excited. Kind of segue off what you said. I don't get my girls into anything I'm in, except for Hayden is cannonballing into Spider Man. 
wants to get old Spider-Man comics, wants to read Spider-Man books, mm-hmm. and she even wrote her way of bringing Miles Morales into the MCU. Yeah. She says, we give Andrew Garfield his third movie, but the spell didn't work sending him back. It sends him to a world where he there is a Spider-Man, but he doesn't recognize it, and he comes across Miles Morales, and that's how he brings him back into the MCU. And, and so... I'm just happy she thought out a plot. Yeah, that yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. so I, that excites me. So Andrew Garfield turns into Jake Johansson. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, uh, you know he, you know, and that's and she wants him to remember. Yeah, and uh, which is why he would explain trying to get back to his world. Uh, first thing I brought up in the throw it to Missy segment that I wanted to bring up though is we're one episode away from finishing the show Yellow Jackets mm-hmm. and I want to take a deep dive into Yellow Jackets when they're go- we're done uh, because it's awesome mm-hmm. it's like if the movie Alive I don't know if I said this on a podcast last week I, I'm not familiar with Yellow I've heard, I've heard of it it's on yeah. Showtime it's okay. about a group of girls in the 90s who are they were, showing it all the time though wink wink nudge nudge <laughs> yeah, they do show some okay uh, but there, it's a group of girls in rows from Two and a Half Men is may, probably the main star. Juliette Lewis is also in it. Uh, Christina Ricci is in it. Uh, so it's told in two timelines. One, their plane crashes on the way to national championship. They're one of the best teams in the country in soccer. Their plane crashes, and you find out they're stranded in the woods for 18 months. And you find out why and stuff. And then it's told from the perspective of the girls that survived it who cover up to not tell people what it did. And this is no spoiler. The things they did was form a ritualistic tribal society to where they eventually would sacrifice one and eat them when they needed food. And uh, it gets dark. Um, that What I heard was it's Alive meets Lord of the Flies. It's exactly what it is. Actually, it's Alive meets Lord of the Flies uh, meets, could find meets a whodunit, a criminal movie. Oh, so it takes place in the 90s. The, no, that's one story. 90s and modern day. No, but 90s is when the crash happened. Yes, yeah. A little bit more believable now. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, and, <laughs> well, and you, you can find it for 18 months. You get this, you find this okay. out. It's like fucking rough bumps. The, something happens to the black box in it, and a lot of nefarious stuff. It's one of those ones where you expect to find out, you expect a, uh, the overall heel turn is going to happen at some point, but they never do it. Like, hmm. it's, who is it? And I, this is just season one, mm. so I expect a big, because it's the reunion of them, or the high school reunion, so I expect something big to happen, but me and Missy are all in, and it gets, I mean, <clears throat> there's a fucking wolf eats the side of one's face, and they're going to burn her because they think she's dead, and then she starts moving, so they have to yank her. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on. Okay. And uh, so it's pretty good. So that, that was one thing I brought up. The other thing I brought up uh, is, real quick, First three episodes. This is uh, really the overly nerding out portion of our podcast. Uh, Vox Machina on Amazon Prime, okay. which Vox Machina is the most popular D and D podcast there is. It's a um, it's a bunch of famous uh, voice actors and and comedians, just voice actors that got together with is who's, Peter Cushing in it. I don't know. I think he's dead, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, yeah think I think so. so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and, and a really famous D&D uh, uh, writer and dungeon master, and they do in-character podcasts. And it's it's on its, like, seventh year, and it's super popular. Well, Amazon Prime is now, they've gotten so popular where they have novels and comic books and uh, its own campaign setting. Well, now they have a cartoon. and it's So what it is, it's a D&D cartoon. It's good voice acting, and it's adult. 
There's nudity and cursing galore in it. So it's everything I wanted in a cartoon as a kid, only now I'm 44 and I can see it. There you go. So, uh, nice. so, so that's big. So, Jay, what'd you bring? So we went back and watched the 2011 I Am Number 4. That's not bad. It's been on TV lately, I've seen Has it. Has it? On Showtime or something. I don't know. So we've been struggling to find books for my kids to read. And that um, was a series, right? Yeah. yeah. And so that was a book we got my daughter for Christmas. Have you read Christmas. Harry Potter? Uh, they don't... My, my daughter's into Harry Potter, the oldest one. Yeah, yeah, that she, makes sense. But she read the first book, and she hasn't read the rest. She watched all the movies. I'm like, read the books. So, like, this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. So I bought the picture, uh, Sorcerer of the Stone. Yeah. Philosopher's Stone. What the fuck is it? Sorcerer's Sorcerer Stone. Stone. Sorcerer Stone. Okay, right Philosopher's Stone's a, quote-unquote, real mythological thing. The Sorcerer's Stone is Okay, yeah. so anyway, Harry so I bought the picture book in, uh, like, September. Yeah. And John, my oldest, who's seven... I will read him it, yeah. and he never makes it a full chapter about falling asleep. But then, like, I'm like, well, we don't have to. He's like, no, no, read it to me, Dad. And yeah. then we'll go three pages in, yeah. and he's out. Yeah. And then I'm like, do you remember what happened? And he's like, yeah. And he kind of remembers, but then he's always like, so when's that? Dur- one of those Dursleys showing up again? I'm like, don't worry about them. You're not gonna. Yeah. See At this pace, you'll see them around the summer you're nine. Yeah. And so <laughs> uh, Snape just showed up, and we're like, yeah, what is it? February? Yeah, we're like five yeah. months in, and it's. Great. Unfortunately for him, his kids are old enough that they can read the books on their own. Yeah. So, ah. uh, and they and his his oldest yeah. daughter is thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. So she's either getting it or she isn't right, at gotcha. this point. Yeah. So she read the first book. She read the first one, loved it. But uh, I am number four. She read that, and she's been begging us to watch it. So I'm like, all right. I I told it's okay. We watched it. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's an average. It's a forgotten movie that was that came out at the very. Not mm-hmm. beginning, but during the superhero craze was getting really going, and it yeah. was it was kind of like didn't measure up. Yeah, and there's more of them, so, though, right? No, there's no more, more books. They never yeah, made, yeah, they the never movie made just didn't movies. Hit. Yeah, kind of like Push. Although Push yeah. was great, I thought very good. Fun. I liked Push a lot. Uh, just didn't didn't take off. Yeah. you know. Or yeah. the Losers, another yeah. comic book movie that should have had a sequel, and, which is on HBO. Yeah, and we're never going to have a sequel because the guys in it are now massive. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's the problem with I Am Number Four is they're never going to make a sequel because all those kids are older and yeah, yeah. Eleven, eleven years later. Yeah, um, I remember watching it and liking it. Fine, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I was like, oh, are they going to make another one? I'm like, this came out in 2011. So nope. Yep. So. Well, what about you, Tom? Anything else of note? Trying to think. Uh, I mean, obviously, probably sports. So uh, we've got the Olympic break. Unfortunately, no NHLers. So not a lot to get excited there. I mean, if you're honestly for the Olympics this year, I think women's hockey is the sport to watch. I mean, Mm -hmm. the women's U.S. team versus Canada in hockey is one of the great rivalries in sports. I really highly recommend you check it out if you haven't watched it before. I mean, it's women sports that women hate each other you're going to find a lot more reality violence in that than you would have in that damn women's royal rumble so i highly <laughs> recommend you check it out uh but unfortunately the blues are off for about 12 days or whatever uh unfortunately speaking of canada you know let's hate our neighbors in the north uh the men play there on sunday lost two nil or as yeah. the french call it Do- soccer united states men's yeah. soccer yeah uh, and they were pushed pushed around, man. They they sh- I wasn't able to watch the games on Paramount, but uh, 
Those goddamn Canadians uh, before the game were uh, chanting, "We burned your fucking White House down." I mean, come on, really? I, mean, I know wow. it's been two hundred and eight years, but uh, let's get that saucy rivalry going. Wow! Yeah. I mean, they they haven't won a Stanley Cup since ninety three. Unfortunately uh, for us, we have taken a step forward in soccer by being able to beat Mexico on a regular basis, uh, which at home was anyway. Yeah, which yeah. Was, which is a big hurdle though, beating Mexico. Um, we beat them twice this year, and uh, beat them three times in twenty one. Yeah, three times oh, in twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Canada still seems to have our number. <laughs> uh, okay, because we tied them at home and we yeah. lost them away. Yeah, they've got a couple of good players. Uh, and the the thing is, is we tied them and they keep winning against teams that we keep tying against. Canada's probably going to win the bracket, which whatever you know, it doesn't matter. It's style well, we're not in their bracket. Yeah, we are. No, I just looked it up. No, we're in the con- the Concacaf. Yeah, but well, it's divided up into three different tiers, and we're on top of ours. And no, for I, men's soccer, no. I just looked it up. The, the, the heck, the hex is all eight teams. Yeah, all eight teams. Top three make it to the World Cup. The fourth team has to usually play New Zealand. Uh, right now, the U.S. I believe is sitting in second place. Really need a win, I believe, Tuesday night against Honduras. Mm-hmm. Big, yeah, oh yeah. big game. We are in group. We're in Group B, and because it is divided into groups, but we are in with Canada. Yeah, it's Group A, B, C, and D. There's four groups in each. Is it? United States men's football. This is the Gold Cup. Oh damn it! I was in the wrong one. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, so yeah, the U.S. Men's team needs to get their shit together. I mean, it would be a disaster if they don't make the World Cup. Not too worried about that. But if you don't beat Honduras, you still got to go to Mexico. Yeah. That could get a little dicey. And Honduras is 3-1 and one with a tie. Or 3-1 draw and no losses. No, Honduras is the last one, for sure. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Based off your okay. track record so far. Yes. Concave, concave, three wins, one draw. That's concave right now. Oh, God, what do you have now? CONCACAF Nations League. Oh, God. Too much leagues. Yeah. Uh, while, while he's looking at that. Go ahead. Madeline told me the best thing to come out of uh, softball practice on Saturday was Tom Brady retiring. Yeah, but not retiring. She she does not like Tom Brady. Neither does my daughters. Yeah. But Tom Brady today finally weighed in and said he has not made his decision. Okay. Yeah. So Stephen A. Smith said he was the greatest quarterback of all time. Yes. Which I would go with. But he had uh, Mahomes at four already. No. Too no. early for that. Nope. Hmm. One Super Bowl win, one Super Bowl loss. Uh, Where would uh, you put Mahomes? Just, just Historically? Got, yeah, got a reaction. Uh, historically, who would I put in front of Mahomes? Let's start there. Okay. Brady, Brady. Montana, Breeze. Yep. Elway. Yep. Breeze wasn't Marino. on his late list. Um, you said Marino? Yep. <laughs> I still, at this point in my his career, I put Young in front of him because Young had sustained excellence. So here's Stephen A's top okay. five. He had Brady, yep. Montana, yep. Uh, Peyton Manning. Yep. Yeah, Peyton was none next one. Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Nope. I put Aaron Rodgers in front of Mahomes. I, yeah, right I probably would at this point. I think Mahomes is a great quarterback. Yeah. I don't think in four years can you say you're you're in the top. Gut reaction without going through names, I'd have him somewhere between eleven and fifteen. I think that would be yeah, not just generous, but that would be I, I can buy into that. Yeah, so you have one MVP or two. One. Yeah, I think it's one. One Super Bowl and four straight championship AFC championship games. 
Two Sewer Bowls? No, not four. Three. 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 No, four. Andy Reid's the first person to take two teams, a team from each to four straight uh, championship games. Yeah. But. He's what, 26? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. He sat one year. Um, I have no problem with his talent. His talent can put him there, but he is not there. He's not 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 this soon. Um, My favorite meme. My Mount Rushmore right now would be Brady, Montana, Peyton. Oh, fuck. Man, I I want to say Elway. I want to say Elway, too, because he had two Super Bowls, but Breeze statistically is so goddamn good. And he lifted a city out of the floodplains. But, 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 but different eras. <laughs> yeah, but then again, you could argue that Brady, Montana, different eras, and a lot more. I mean, and you could also, with Brady, say uh, a lot of rule changes to help Brady. Yeah, let's I go. mean, there's a, there's a lot of arguments you can make. Yeah. Here's my favorite uh, QB uh, conversation. Two, two players will give you. Roethlisberger, Raplesberger, yeah. yep. Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's probably going to be. Eli? No. Two Super Bowls, great. Regular season statistics, not not great. I bl- is- he had two or three really good years. Hey, let me rephrase this. I think he'll get into the Hall of Famer mm. Hall of Fame. I think it'll be because of his stuff in big games. Yeah, but I think he's that borderline guy statistic wise to get in there. Is Jim Plunkett won two Super Bowls, but is not in the Hall of Fame? Correct. I think to- you're right. Yeah. Uh. It's. I think it's hard to argue against Eli with Warner in there, because Warner's career was so short, and he had the one Super Bowl win, yeah, one other Super Bowl appearance. Another guy two, like Warner, or three, three, yeah, oh, one. oh that, uh, yeah, that Arizona, Arnold. yeah, and, and, I got blocked out in two thousand one, and I think the sleeper Super Bowl, I think that Arizona. Uh, Pittsburgh Super Bowl is one of the best Super Bowls of all time. That was a great Super Bowl. But people sleep on it because of everything else that has happened with Brady and comebacks and things like that. But also uh, the the thing with uh, the Kurt Warner, you could always say uh, Terrell Davis also. Super short career in the Hall of Fame. But Warner's numbers, passing yards-wise, the touchdowns are all, what, top 40, I would think? Top what? Top 40? Oh, top 40? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe top 30. Yeah, he might be, but he also the thing with Warner too. I mean, Warner had what eleven years, which back in the day was yeah fine. I mean, nowadays no, they go fifteen, eighteen years. Yeah, he also here's the thing with Warner too, and this is what a lot of people forget because they get the the, the rosy colored glasses and how history shines a a nice light. And Zachary Levi, he threw a million interceptions. (laughs) Warner threw a million interceptions. He just happened to throw two million touchdowns yeah. in that same period. Uh, mm-hmm. it, that, but that was the Mike Martz offense. It was boomer bust. Yeah, we get a sixty-yard touchdown, or we get a pick, a pick, you know, and change up possession. Let me ask the dais this: You are starting a franchise mode in real life. Okay, you have the first pick overall right now of anybody in the NFL. Who do you take? Uh, this that like the, today's NFL? Correct. Yes, I think I take Josh Allen. Okay, because mm-hmm. Josh Allen can run. He knows how to throw a ball away, um, and I think that he. I think that I, I just I think Mahomes. I don't want to make it sound like I'm pooping on Mahomes. I think Mahomes is an unworldly talent. I think he should be the best player in the NFL, but I also think that he has a tremendous amount of weapons. He does that don't. In these playoffs, did not get used that well. Okay, 
Yeah. I, and, and I, I think there's three answers here, and that could go up either one of those. Then he's one of those three, and Mahomes is the other one. And Burrow's yeah. Burrow would three? be mine. Yeah. Burrow yeah. would be mine. Yeah. Yeah. This season showed not just the playoffs, but this season as a whole well, showed you how good he was. three years younger, as I believe, than the yeah. other guys, too. Well, yeah. and he only had half a first season. Because of an injury. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So he's come back. he won comeback player of the year. So maybe year. the yeah. question is who would be fourth off the board? Who would be fourth? That's a good question. Um, I think... Oh, boy, let's think about that real quick. So you've got those three, and then your fourth. Oh, uh, what's his name in San, in, 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 uh, San oh, Diego? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, not yeah, San Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah. Stud. Yeah. Stud, yeah. But, again, his problem, and it's not his problem, that team's problem, they're the other L.A. team. I can't believe I Wait. forgot him because I, so I went to Arrowhead this year, yeah, and they uh, I saw the Chargers, mm. and I developed like this huge man crush on Herbert. I mean, like he just effortlessly effortlessly yeah. throws those bombs, yeah. But by the way, if this was six years ago, it would be Aaron Rodgers, no question. Yeah. In fact, there's oh, still an argument six years ago because he would have been 32 at that point. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. He's, I forget how old he is. Yeah. But. For him to still be doing what, and you know, we were talking that's about. That's a great Mount, question, though. Six years ago, who would have been? Because there's really nobody that's talking about the Mount, there's three guys that we mentioned. Sorry to cut you off. Allen, Mahomes, and Burrow are all under 26. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody else that's good is what 35 and older. So yeah. who is good right now between 26 and 30? Stafford, I guess. Stafford, what, 32. Yeah. yeah. And then Tannehill. But he still puts up numbers, especially when AJ Brown came into his own. He beat the dog shit out of the Chiefs. Um. And Tannehill did that. It wasn't Derrick Henry. It was Tannehill that did that. I guess Russell yeah. Wilson. He's probably what, Russell, 30? Yeah. yeah, but he's also seemingly injuries have taken hit. Well, well, that team's just fucking garbage. Yeah. Lamar Jackson be there at that point? Got to see more. I mean, <sighs> he had an MVP like year. year. one, two, probably. He had an MVP year. He won it. He's young. Yeah. Kyler Murray's young. Yeah. But both those guys have had moments where. Ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I tell you this, though. We talked about the Mount Rushmore. If he would have got another Super Bowl, it would have been almost impossible to keep Aaron Rodgers off the Mount Rushmore because he, his statistics are ridiculous. Um, is he better than Favre, though? Oh, I think he is. If you ask people in Green Bay now, they'll say yeah because Favre threw all those interceptions. Them. If you ask them right now, yeah, I don't know. They, if you well, asked them two dep- years ago, I would agree with you. Right now, uh, I, hey, yeah, Aaron, I, Aaron Rodgers. I have, I have family that's. From the Wisconsin area, yeah, well, they, they, and you they asked them, were up there, and, and they asked him since his last playoff loss, though. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, our, Aaron Rodgers has thrown maybe a third of the interceptions that Brett Favre did in his career. I mean, yeah, Brett Favre, and he's passed all of his records, and he didn't go to the Vikings. And he, yeah, that's true. That, but, where, that, will, but, where that's what, he, but where will he go? I think he's mm-hmm. going uh, Pittsburgh or Denver. Denver is what I've been hearing. Tennessee is the dark horse. Maybe the Saints. That makes sense not if they now, keep their weapons. Not. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's true too. But anyway, yeah, yeah we could speculate all day on that stuff. Um. He, I was going to say this too. I, my favorite meme though is, you know, we got a 17 game season and no one came close to Peyton Manning's records for touchdowns and yardage. Uh, you know, did anybody, nobody really came. Did any major records get broken? None got no. broken. Um, Cooper Cup. Made the best run at 16 touchdowns and uh, uh, 1,953 yards or whatever. So he was what? 200 he just, behind Jerry? Uh, what's that? His yardage? Yeah. It's Megatron. Oh, really? Yeah. And actually, I think someone broke Megatron. 
Uh, but okay. yeah, Jerry Rice is single single yard rush. But here's the thing: so I looked it up because I sat and heard a podcast go on and on about how no one's ever done anything like Cooper Cup coming from small college. And I was like, wait a minute, Jerry Rice came from small college, yeah. And Cooper Cup will he could get twenty touchdowns a year, and he's still seven years away from uh, you know. Cup had a fantastic year, won me uh, the he fantasy had- league. But right now he's still Jordy Nelson. Well, it? here's the thing: the the point I was going to make. Yeah, his year statistically might have been a slightly better than Rice's single best year. He was targeted almost 80 times more. I mean, he is targeted. He There was a point he was targeted more this season than the next three targets combined on that team. Yeah, he's it, completely different players. I mean, not to bring yeah. Rice into it, but like he's uh, – Cooper Cup is a slot receiver. Yeah. Which is usually the white guy who's going to fucking – That runs advance. a great route. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he had a – 2.0 Jordy Nelson year that year that Nelson went off and had like 1,600 yeah. yards and like 14 touchdowns or whatever. So let's see him do it a couple more times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jerry I'm Rice, keeping him on all my fancy teams I can keep him on. Yeah. Yeah. Jer- I mean, Jerry Rice has the only guy on the planet with 200 touchdowns. And kind of what you were talking about with Stephen A. Smith, mm-hmm. we all very much like to go with what's now as yeah. the greatest ever. That's the only reason LeBron's in the argument for Jordan. Yeah. You know? uh, so, Jerry Rice, fun fact. My fraternity brother Scott Pingle, who is CBC's football coach, broke all of Jerry Records or Jerry Rice's uh, college records. Yeah, this one. I also saw another fun fact. Um, uh, Sean McVay was chosen as a high school athlete of the year when I he was that. over Megatron over yeah. Chad Johnson. That, that, <laughs> That's just, uh, the last thing I got, I'll bring up, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, yeah, good because I'm about to pee my pants. Joe Rogan re- finally commented today with a nine minute episode. Uh, did not apologize for doing what he did. He said, "For the, uh, I'm sorry to the the artists that choose to do that." He goes, "I love Joni Mitchell. I love Neil Young." He goes, I'm, "I'm certainly not mad at them if that's their opinion. It's fine." He said, "I will." He goes, "What I?" He goes, "I'm okay with them putting a disclaimer over who's on my episode." He goes, "And I'm okay that if people want me to bring in counterpoints." He goes. Uh, he goes. If I did only one thing wrong, is I should have had been a little bit better research to have the have the counterpoints on the show. He goes, but for people to say that I'm spreading false information, he went down the list. He goes, you know, we had people on saying this was a a, a, a um, uh, made in a lab, and that got us kicked off of YouTube. Now every scientist is saying it was made in a lab. We had people go. We we were on here saying cloth masks don't even work. And now they're saying cloth masks don't work. You can't use those in the airport. He goes, I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm saying when we stop hearing the other side of the argument, that's when we never get better. And he goes, if that, it, whatever that doctor's name was that got him the most shit, mm-hmm. he goes, if he's wrong, great. We, it, he goes, I had a real conversation with a person who I was interested in his take, and we got to hear him talk for 90 minutes about being wrong. You got to get wrong information out, so right information has a place to be, you know. To, to and he, so he said, "I'm, I'm not going to ever apologize for doing what I do." He goes, "This show became what it was because all I do is sit down and talk to people that I find interesting." So where was this when I had Alex Jones on? Yeah, hey, right. exactly. Right. And I think that I think that it was that two things kill Rogan on that, and I, I think Rogan would be fine. Obviously, I'm, yeah. It, and I, I, I have no really strong opinions on Rogan either way. I will say that yeah, Alex Jones hurt him because that's a bridge too far. Yeah. You can't have the guy who and, and Jones and he's had Jones on a couple of times. And Jones yeah. has apologized. I mean, he was sued. Big and, time. and Rogan, when he has Jones on, goes at him for he does, stupid he does. stuff. Yeah. yeah, 
But he says he's a good person in real life. He's a nice person to be but around. That, well, that's the thing, though. With it, well, not to go down the woods, but like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure a lot of these conservative guys, if they came in here and had a beer with us, are good dudes. But they are running a grift that yeah. does hurt the overall thing of the country. Here, here's what Joe Rogan is, in my opinion. Joe Rogan is for, and I'm sure I'll get killed for this, maybe by the guys to the left and right of me here. Joe Rogan is for people that are uneducated, to their credit, want to be educated. Yeah. And Joe Rogan has people on that are educated. He has on Elon Musk. He has other people that are experts in their field, whether you agree with them or not. We shouldn't cancel Joe Rogan just because he is willing to have, and I don't even know if he's had this guy on, but like a Rand Paul... Even though he would also probably have on AOC too, he will have any. Well, he had, on show. And he yeah. had Bernie Sanders on, and he said it, Bernie Sanders got his vote. Yeah, that's who. And yeah. the the problem that Rogan has in terms of the problem I have with the cancel culture and the people on the left, and this is true, they did it to Chappelle. They're not really listening. They're just yeah. Well, he's doing something wrong, and they're canceling. I don't like it, so I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to go against it. I heard um, a clip of it. Not here's what thing. here's yep. where everyone's missing the point. Those people are missing the point, and they're like, "Well, why is Spotify doing this?" Well, well I can tell you why. Um, you take Sean Hannity, which is Fox's most popular show. No, isn't it? Which ones are most popular? It's got to be Tucker. oh Tucker, yeah, Tucker yeah. Carlson. I forget their most popular show. You throw in Hannity, and you throw in um, Nancy what, Grace. Well, Rachel Matt, Rachel yeah. Maddow on the other side. They they at, taking a break apparently. But the all if you put all three of their shows on, their total viewership is just under ten million. He's getting eleven million listeners every episode. He's the most listened to person on the planet right now, by far. And they're like, you know, and for so for, and I'm not saying that that's a true sign of whether he should be on the radio or not. But for the people that oh you should cancel him, you're missing the bigger picture. There's 11 million people that want to listen to him. Yeah. Just because your opinion differs, is like you were saying, yeah. doesn't mean it should be canceled. In fact, a guy that doesn't like Rogan, Howard Stern, he came out and he said, you can't cancel him. If you don't want to listen to him, don't listen to him. He goes, but we, we go too far with this cancel stuff. Well, that's how, you know, it's the famous scene in uh, Private Parts. Yeah, the people who like them listen for 15, 20 minutes. And the people who hate them listen for an hour, hour and a yeah. half. Yeah. Well, except, you know what? And I wish that were still the case. But that's not the way our society is anymore. Because of our clickbaity and our short attention spans, if the people yeah. we like, we claim to listen to a long time. And the people we hate, we absolutely don't listen to. But we claim to hate them even worse. Well, yeah. we've just become more tribal and everything. And that's why those two fucking dorks who've never seen a vagina in their life were uh, so on WWE. <laughs> yeah. And wouldn't watch uh, AW because they feel like they... We, Training Vince. Before we wrap up, you have anything to close on? Uh, no. Any last topic? We just lost viewer or listeners because we've gone over an hour. So we we went an we hour lost, and a half. Yeah. That's an like, <laughs> hour and a half. Those are the top end. We lost listeners the second I started telling everybody how much I love we, the we, 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 we Hey, last week we gave them a disclaimer that we were we going did. to be a wrestling episode, and something happened though. We had a shit. We had the last like 40, 50 episodes. All got multiple downloads in the last week. So, like, we saw like episodes from three months ago jump up by like sixty downloads out of nowhere. So somebody liked them. <laughs> so we should have a poll: who, who the most popular host on the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, so, my, so my ego can get crushed. My and, or forward. what's the most po- uh, popular topic on the show? Oh, it's yeah. comics. It's, it's comic com- books and yeah. movies. Yeah. I'm no uh, illusion of grandeur on that. Uh, but anyway, so we don't have anything else, and we don't have Bender here, uh, which is... Uh, well, hey, I want to end with one last thing here. I am uh, making my uh, return to Springfield, Missouri for the first time in t- 
almost two years. So I'm really excited. Uh, at some point, I'm going to make our my way over to prehistoric brewing yeah, yeah. and have a beer. And uh, I tried when we went down there, but no one else was having it. So okay, I did make it finally. And uh, Are they open Monday through Tuesday. Well, that's a very limited hours, yeah, but I, I don't know. know. I, know. Uh, he I is, don't think they were. I think it was more later in the week. I think I, 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 if I'm it, they're going to close, it's going to be Monday, Tuesday. Which I completely understand. But those will be uh, the uh, two nights I'll be down there. But uh, uh, if but we don't have anything else to talk about. So if you want to talk about real quick. Hey, you know what? Uh, they shit the bed their last game against the Jets. But uh, I think this team is maybe poised to make a run, depending on what we can do with the deadline to get a defenseman. But hey. Let's go blue. Bye. And we will play the music. Long, let's talk to you.